In today's show, we look ahead to week 21 in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds and lines than ever before. BetOnline is where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. I'd like to sit here and tell you, welcome to the playoffs, if you're still active, but some leagues, apologies, some stupid leagues, um, don't start their playoffs until next week. It's not going to be fun, guys. I'm telling you now, this is already too late, in my opinion. Um, you're starting on the 21st of, uh, of March is going to be disastrous, but you can't change that now. Just remember it for next year. Regardless, if you do start your playoffs this week, if you had a bye last week in the first round of your playoffs, if you're into your championship week, which some people might be, congratulations and good luck. If you are eliminated from the playoffs and you're still watching, well, actually, you're one of the best people in the world. So I do appreciate you guys doing that and still watching and still hopefully getting some entertainment, uh, some information, uh, some joy, whatever. Whatever I can bring to you, if you are still here, that is awesome. But let's look now at week 21, which, of course, starts on March the 14th. Warney. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, week 21. And not to be the bearer of bad news, but it's shit. Like, it's not a good week for fantasy. The schedule does not play out particularly well. We've got 13 teams playing four games. That's okay. You've got 16 that play three games. Yeah, whatever. And then you've got a two-game week. We never want to see two-game weeks, but unfortunately, we've got one this week. The Miami Heat played two games this week. The teams that play four games, the Suns, Hawks, Thunder, Spurs, Blazers, Lakers, Jazz, Raptors, Wizards, Cavs, Kings, Sixers, and Nuggets all have four games this week. All of the four Blazers games are on the road, so they'll probably lose those by 70 apiece. The Cavs and the Kings, all four of theirs are at home. In terms of the three-game teams, the Grizzlies have all three of theirs on the road as do the Milwaukee Bucks, the Dallas Mavericks, the Boston Celtics, the Detroit Pistons, and the Chicago Bulls. Weird. While a bunch of teams have all their games at home. The Warriors, the Rockets, the Knicks, the Magic, all of their games are at home. The Heat, both of their games are at home as well. So that's how your schedule plays out. So we're already off to a pretty shit run of things with just uh, with one team playing two games. I guess the two-game Miami week is nullified a little bit by the fact that the majority of the teams play three games. If we had 18 teams playing four games and a team playing two, then it's rougher. 
It's still not good, but it's a little bit muted by the fact that 16 of those teams play three games, so it's not as big of a hole. We'll talk about the Heat guys a little bit later, but basically, unless your name's Jimmy Butler, he of the um, stuffy nose and sore toe, or Bam Adebayo, you're probably not going to be wanting to start those guys in a weekly format or, or get a ton of value. Obviously, you still stream guys like Hero, and you still use Hero and Lowry and daily changes leagues, of course, but the overall value is pretty muted given the way that the schedule has played out. So how does the schedule play out for the week? Well, I talked about it being shit that we've got a two-game week. This is just a horrific schedule. It's just, it, it, it doesn't make sense. Now, I, there must be something I'm missing. All right, let's start off fine. Nine games on Monday, no worries, good start. Four games on Tuesday, yeah, a little light, but that's all right. The dreaded 12-game Wednesday, we hate that. That means where our streaming options are limited. And then one game. One game on Thursday. Now, am I missing something? What's happening on Thursday? What is there on Thursday that we've only got one game on? And for that one game to be the Orlando Magic and the Detroit Pistons. Probably one, even at the start of the year, this is one of the worst games in the world. Um, let's make it a complete national showcase game. What, what is it? Is it something to do with college basketball? Is, it the first, is that what it is? Is it the first day of the tournament? It must be. Ah, oh, there we go. That makes sense now. The first day of the tournament is March 17th. It does make complete sense now that there's one game on and it's a game that no one's going to want to watch. So we've got one game on Thursday because of that first. Now, I don't know why. Okay, so we've got, you've got one game on Thursday, all right? As those guys start to talk and I'll, I apologize for that noise. Um, one game on the Thursday. That was me opening up a website to, to read about the college basketball start time. And of course, websites that have videos that autoplay. Go fuck yourself. Um, we've got the... Um, now I'm just completely lost what I was talking about. Anyway, the, yeah, the one game on Thursday. But like, day two of the tournament is Friday. We've got 12 games on. So the NBA has gone, all right, day one, I'll let you guys have it. The next day, screw it. Everyone's playing. Everyone. You could have had four games on Thursday. You could have... It doesn't make sense. Anyway, for us, it's terrible. 12-game Wednesday, bad day for us. One-game Thursday, horrible day for us. 12-game Friday, horrific day for us in terms of being able to manipulate our, um, our matchups. Like, it's great for the Wednesday and Thursday because you'll have full rosters going, but you can't actually change too much. And then on the weekend, it's back to normal. Four on Saturday and nine on Sunday. But we'll talk about how much or how bad things can get, or how bad things do get in terms of how the schedule actually plays out in other ways, eh, just in a second. But first, I've got to tell you about Built Bar. You know what Built Bar is. It is the best tasting protein bar ever. Surely you're across how good Built Bar is. I am waiting. Every day I hear the doorbell ring. I go, is that my Built Bars? Are they coming? Are they finally here? Uh, yeah, I'm waiting. I've had, I have had Built Bars. I've had 10 boxes of them. I've got, another, I've got 12 boxes on the way. That is how fired up I am to taste these delicious protein bars because they are high in protein. They are low in carbs. They're low in calories. They're low in fat. They're low in sugar. I was talking about Bill Bay the other day. My partner was sitting here. I was going, man, God, they're so good. And I love doing my ad reads for Bill Bar. She goes, well, how come we haven't got any more? I go, oh, they won't ship them. And you go, why don't you just get them shipped to you? I go, oh, I, don't know. I didn't even think about it. So let's just get them shipped. So we did. And I've ordered boxes of them and they're coming out here. And I cannot wait. I'm gonna do, there's going to be a live unboxing of Bill Bars because you want to be involved in this as well. 
So why don't you get your own box and we can do it together. Go to build.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. I'll tell you where my boxes are here and we can all crack open our built bars at the same time. So get your boxes on the way. Built.com, use the code LOCKED15. Built bar is like you, like me, other way around, like you, like me. It is built different. Oh, that was a strange ad read. All right, let's talk about um, streaming for the week ahead. The two teams with the most quality games, unsurprisingly, are the Magic and the Pistons. Well, it's unsurprising in terms of because they're the only teams that play on that Thursday. So they have your best alleged streaming schedule. You can get most use out of those players for the week. So your fringe Magic players, Chumura Kiki, Jalen Suggs, Mo Bamba, shit, even Mo Wagner with how he's playing. Markel Fultz, maybe, probably not, but maybe. Um, Gary Harris, maybe, although they seem to be alternating Gary Harris and Terrence Ross as to who plays. Roderick Hampton in deeper formats. For the Pistons, um, Marvin Bagley, well, should be rostered anyway, but like Kelly Olenek, deeper league Isaiah Livers, Corey Joseph, maybe Killian Hayes if he returns, maybe Hamadou Diallo. Like These are the teams that have the three quality games. So there's more streaming value in them than any other team. So even a team like like the Jazz, for example, I'll just pull them out. They play two games, so four games, but they only play two on low volume days. Because every team that plays four games plays on Wednesday, a 12 game day, and Friday, a 12 game day. You cannot sneak any four game team. There are none of them that play that play three quality games. So any fringe player you have from Phoenix or Atlanta or the Thunder, any back end guy that you have. You are probably only going to get two games out of them. So when you look at an Aaron Wiggins, when you look at Alexei Pokyashevsky, when you look at Dante DiVincenzo, when you look at Kevin Love or Dean Wade, if you've gone that direction in Cleveland, when you look at maybe Devin Vassell, you're getting the picture here. When you look at Jay Crowder, they all have four games on the surface, but you might use them twice. Whereas a Chumurakiki, you use three times. And that four game might confuse you somewhat. Like a four game week for one of those fringe players, Brandon Williams. We'll talk about him a little bit later. But you might use him twice, which might be the same as using a three game player from the Bucks, Grayson Allen, who you use twice as well. So it's really important not to get fooled. Fooled is the wrong word. Not to get blinded by the four-game total if you can only use that player twice. It's very important this week because every four-game team has two quality games. It doesn't matter as much for the top-end guys. It hurts your overall team roster for the week, but it, you're going to play Trey Young and you're going to play Shea and you're going to play LeBron and Don Mitchell. You're going to play them all their games. It just has a trickle-down effect. Kyrie Irving has one game at this point. Unless the rules change, he will play Tuesday against the Magic, and that is it. That is rough for the playoffs. In a weekly league, you can't start him with one game. In a daily changes league, you start him on the Tuesday, and then what do you do? Goes back in IL Plus if you've got that option. What do you do the rest of the week? If you're just going to have a zero, do you drop him to make sure you get through the week? You might have to consider it. But the rules could get changed at any point. We just don't know. The days that we stream, it's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. 
that is, yeah, it's still five streaming days, which is still useful. But as I said before, yeah, finding the players to stream on those days is not easy. Let's look at back-to-backs. Let's start this out, though, by looking at the Saturday, uh, Sunday, Monday back-to-back. So the last day of week 20, if you add someone for that, you know, to win your matchup, you can get that back-to-back to add into Monday. There are five teams that have a Sunday, Monday. The Thunder, the Hawks, the Sixers, the Clippers, the Lakers. So your Malik Monks, Austin Reeves, Terrence Mann, Amir Coffey, Isaiah Hartenstein, Ivica Zubats, Nick Batum, Marcus Morris. Um, Shake Milton, probably not, but maybe. In Atlanta, Danilo Gallinari, Kevin Herter, DeAndre Hunter. Uh, for the Thunder, it is your Aaron Wigginses. It is your um, Alexei Pokashevskis. It is Trey Mann if he's available. You add them on the Sunday if they give what you need there, and then they carry over and give you the bonus game on Monday. And Monday with nine games on, you're probably still going to be able to use them. And if we look for this week coming up, the full week 21, it's it's not a good week. Look at back-to-backs. There are there are none that actually matter for us. This, there's, there's just hardly anything. Monday to Tuesday, back-to-backs, none. No team plays Monday to Tuesday. Well, that could have been a good opportunity for us. And sure, there are some teams that play the Tuesday, Wednesday, back-to-back. The Suns play Tuesday, Wednesday. The Nets play Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, there's only two of those teams. They play, but Wednesday has 12 games. So if you're streaming a fringe Suns player, if you're streaming a fringe Nets player, you're not even probably going to use them on the Wednesday anyway. So it's not useful. The, uh, there's the thir- Tuesday, Thursday pseudo back-to-back, but we know Thursday has one game. Detroit and Orlando, thankfully, they both play Tuesday. So there's good opportunity there to add your Magic and Pistons guys. And then the Pistons also have the Thursday-Saturday combo. So you can add a Pistons guy Tuesday and go Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, three games for one ad. But given the way this schedule breaks down, like you don't actually need to preserve your ads as much as that. Because there's not that, like I'm going to get this huge amount of extra games due to all these back-to-backs and streaming situations that i got. It just is not going to happen this week. And then to round things out, the weekend, there's no one who's got a weekend back-to-back. So literally, we have three usable back-to-backs. Magic, Pistons, and Pistons. That is it. As I said, it's a dreadful, dreadful week for streaming in fantasy basketball. It's not a dreadful week for Bet Online though, because college basketball's here. We already talked about it. This tournament's starting. That man was screaming at me through my web browser. For all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net has all of your, or is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to that website today. That's BetOnline.net. Or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Okay. Streaming plan. As I said, it's bad. It is not a good week. You can add in anyone for Monday because we can't double up Monday, Tuesday. Add whoever you want. Add a Pistons guy on Tuesday and you can get the Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday game out of them. And then on the weekend, you just use whatever you want. Now, the other thing you could do, again, this is based on one streaming spot, four ads. You might be in the playoffs and you might be using two streaming spots, but using two streaming spots, people ask how many streaming spots do I have? There's not a universal answer to that because it's dependent on how many ads you've got. If you've only got four ads for the week, it's a, maybe it's probably not necessary to have two streaming spots because you can only actually use four ads. 
Usually with four uh, waiver acquisitions for the week, one streaming spot's enough. If you've got six, having two is a good way to go. And then when you get to Sunday, yeah, two can definitely open up. So what I would suggest doing is adding someone on the Monday, whoever, drop that player, get a Pistons guy in Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and then drop that guy and then open up two streaming spots for the Sunday and add two guys in for whatever categories you need or wherever you need to attack. But it's very hard to ramp up your games. If you're at a games played disadvantage this week, it's really hard to recover it. Just because there's just not, not that many options out there. It's very, very hard to recover it. Um, let's look at front and back loading for the week. The Celtics, the Knicks, and the Mavs do not play until Wednesday. So any fringe guys you've got there, again, and Wednesday's a 12-game day. So Derek White. Yeah, see you later. Knicks players, who's a fringe guy there? Emmanuel Quickly, maybe. On the Mavs. Is Spencer Dinwiddie in that category? Muxy Kleber definitely is. If you added Dwight Powell because of what he did yesterday, then he's a fringe guy. It's very hard to hold for you know, what is likely going to be three, three days where you don't use them. And then these teams don't play on the weekend. Nets, Bulls, Clippers, Heat. Any fringe guys there, get rid of them. No point holding them for the next week if you're not going to make the next week. So that, that's very important to understand that. Let's now transition to weekly leagues. Again, these are leagues where you set your lineup once a week. If this doesn't apply to you, just let the video run out. You don't have to pay attention. This does not mean you don't start or sit these guys in daily changes leagues. Weekly leagues, categories. These guys you can add and see if they provide value. It's always iffy adding the Kings guys, Dante DiVincenzo and Justin Holiday, but they do have four games, so they're in the minority there. And maybe they can get to 100 total minutes played. Maybe they get to 85. Yeah, there might be enough when the majority of the league is playing three games this week. Thad Young also got the four games, as well as Nyeka Okongwu, Taylor Horton Tucker, and Brandon Williams. And a lot of people have been asking, hey, Josh, what do we do with Anthony Simons? And this is the time I'm going to tell you about it. Okay, so you know that I've been you know, talking about what I've been hearing about Simons. And what I said last time we spoke about Simons was that he was going back for a test. I expected him to miss the next game. I did expect him to play during the rest of the season and then not make it to the end of the year. I said that Simons was pretty, you know, knows what he has done, knows that there is a contra a big contract coming and there is going to be some understanding here. And he's not someone, he's someone who fully understands where the position the Blazers are in and respects that. And it's not going to create an issue with it. So him coming in, having the scan, um, and having that knee tendinopathy, this is out for one to two weeks. What I was told was, and I'm still waiting to get clarity on this, what I was told was, um, scan showed something, they're shutting him down. And does that mean rest of season? The person who uh, told me that doesn't know that for sure. And they, they are still working to get clarity on that. And in fact, I'll just check in to see whether I've had any updates on it. I have not. Um... So, I look, Nurkic isn't playing. Lillard isn't playing. I would be pretty surprised if Anthony Simons plays again. He, un he understands what this means for him the rest of this season. He understands, and the Blazers have communicated to him, Is my, my understanding of that is that they, they know where they're at. He doesn't need to prove it. Um, he's got those reps in. He would love to keep playing, but I don't know that that's going to be something that they push through if there's any issue with his knee. The one to two weeks is at minimum two. And we're in playoffs. So as good as he's been, I don't think you can hold on to Simons. Now, Brandon Williams, he's going to get that opportunity. Is he good? No. Can he put up some okay scoring numbers? Sure. But watch the impact that he's going to have on your percentages. I think he's worth grabbing. 
I think you have to grab him, but who knows from there. The other guy to consider is Keon Johnson. He has some rough shooting splits too, but he'd be the other option there. I don't think... I think Josh Hart is going to end this season early as well. Oh, I don't... I would hold for now with Simons out, but he's been dreadful. I'm not convinced Justice Winslow is coming back. So you're going to get a lot of Keon, a lot of Brandon Williams, and you're going to get some other spuds cycled through into those other positions. But anyway, as for Brandon Williams, yes, he's an ad for now. Um, and just hold your nose and hopefully it doesn't stink too bad. I hope all that made sense. I still don't have complete clarity on, um, on Simons and whether he's done for the year. But my understanding is... Again, I have not. This is not confirmed or not guaranteed. My understanding is that it is over for him, um, and I, I think I have him in a league, and I, I will be going in when I do my you know, roster sweep today to have a look at my leagues. Um, I'll be dropping him. Let's look at players to sit in weekly leagues. You can sit all your heat guys apart from Bam and Jimmy. I don't expect Jimmy's toe irritation to cost him one of the two games next week or his sinus congestion, or his um, you know, spicy asshole from eating curry, or his um, eyelash in right eyeball, or whatever other bullshit. Maybe he copped the injury that I copped yesterday. I reached into my drawer to grab something out, put my hand down, and there was a loose nail on the side of the drawer, and the nail embedded itself in under my nail bed. That fucking hurt. I don't know if Jimmy's going to cop an injury like that, but who knows? With this bloke, anything's possible. Can't wait till they're paying him $53 million a year when he's 36. That's going to look great. Other players to sit for the week. Andy Wiggins, Derek White, Evan Fournier, Spencer Dinwiddie, Kelly Oubre, Malik Beasley, and of course, the one-game wonder, Kyrie Irving. But look, at points leagues, guys we can add for the week. These guys are all available in over 50% of leagues. Isaiah Roby, Brandon Williams, Devin Vassell. Darius Baisley, Trendon Watford. Hopefully he's trending towards a big game. Ayo. Alexei Pokashevsky and DeAndre Hunter. And blokes that you can sit for the week in points leagues. All the heat again, apart from Bam and Jimmy. Mo Bumba, Chris Boucher, Rob Covington, Derek White, Kelly Oubre, and Malik Beasley. And that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the old Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.